Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode on the She Said He Said podcast with your girl in need of love. And Mr. E. Welcome back, you guys, and thank you for your ear and for your support and all that amazing things that is going on in your world that you choose to take a second and to listen to us. And also, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So eating right, exercising, staying away from fat, carbs, and all that stuff is a good way to help you stay healthy. Um, there's this program, uh, this, uh, this ARG, that's National Donation Breast Cancer ARG, that you can donate to help continue to be able to fund women across the country that cannot afford mammogram and make it easy for them to stay ahead on early detection of breast cancer. So you guys give back. It doesn't matter if it's a dollar. It doesn't matter if it's 50 cents. You give what you can because there is an option to donate what you can. So let's get back, you guys. And without any further ado, we're going to get into our podcast today. How's it going with you, Mr. E? It's going well. How's it going with you? I'm good. I'm well, that's, that's good then. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear mm-hmm. that. Uh, do you have a class today or are you winning? Yes, I do. Oh, well, good then. Yes, you I re- do. You ready no. for it? No. <laughs> no, I'm not. You, you always say that, Miss Anita. You always I'm really, I'm really not. Because mm. wow. it's a lot. It's like, on class um, Tuesday, we have three labs that we have to print out and bring. So we brought it in, and I'm thinking, oh, he's just going to only have us doing one pre-lab. You know what I'm saying? No. Right. We ended up doing three other six, no, three other five pre-labs in the class. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, and the class was very scarce, did I tell you? We're hardly really? nobody in there. Yeah, them people fell them testing them books. They was like, peace out, deuces, I'm gone. Plus, I got my little check, too. I ain't got time for y'all. <laughs> that's, that's so they was, they was like, I'm done. Like, mm-mm. I'm failing, too. Mm-mm. Wow. So, yeah, they bounced out. But he was so shady, Tuesday. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, Dr. Luca, you are some shady. And he just started laughing. So they let me know. You know what shady means. Yeah. But he's a nice, he's a nice professor. He's really nice, but I don't know. It's just when you take it, like half of that test, I didn't know half of that test because it was pictures. And I second guessed myself with them pictures and it was a done deal. I'm like, I did bad. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I go back to the drawing board and study harder and all that amazing stuff. So, yeah. Right, right. But out of all my classes, I'm really the stressed out the most about statistics. Like, I would, what well, I would have thought, I would have been better prepared for statistics, or statistics wouldn't have been that bad for me. But I look at statistics as word problems, and I'm not good at word problems. Yeah, yeah. Neither, neither am I. Neither you am know. I. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like that either. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I hate word problems. So keep praying for me. Oh, all of the time. All of the time. Good, then. Very, very good. Very good. All righty. So, what's your check-in? 
Well, I, 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 well, this morning I'm up. You're stuttering. You're stuttering. So either it's completely juicy or it's just no, going to really annoy the mess out of me. One of the two. No, no, it's, no it's sad news. Uh, oh. I got text messages this morning. One of my classmates was actually killed or murdered. Oh, I'm sorry. Find out she uh, in her driveway. Someone stole her truck. Wow. And evidently, they said they don't know whether she was ran over in the driveway, you know, in the road, and she crawled back to the her driveway. But, uh, but they don't know. That but, is sad. Yeah, it is. And she's a named Betty Lewis, and she's a she was a good she was a good person. Good person. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. She was a she was an RN by trade, and I think she ran the like a um a home health type. Business, yeah, you know, or some sitting type of business. So, but, gotcha. But other than that, so I guess I'll go pay my respects one of these days to her folks. But on, the, <sighs> what about? I mean, I don't know if you heard. Okay, this guy in South Carolina went off and just shot, killed two officers. Yeah, but I didn't get any. I didn't get uh, any like backup story, no information. Like I didn't get anything to like clarify, like any clarification. Yeah, but and, and yeah, and here's the thing, because mm-hmm. <laughs> the amazing thing about all of this okay, mm-hmm. is to me now, he shot. He shot seven officers. He killed one of. Them. And he got apprehended. Is he black or white? Oh, no. He's white. He's lived in this upscale uh, neighborhood in um, South Ca- in Florence, South Carolina. With well, why did, why did he shoot? And up. So, and he what was he shooting for? Huh? What was he shooting for? <laughs> well, he came to serve him a warrant. And he was he was holding his kids. That's it. He started he he shot on the officers when they called when they came to serve him a warrant. They won't say what the warrant was for, but he started shooting and he had his you know, I guess he was barricaded, holding his kids in the house hostage. Oh, I'm looking at it. It's the police would say Hopkins was not the person they were serving a warrant on for a sexual assault of a minor investigator investigation. Wow. Wow. So, so sheriff said that Fred Watkins Hopkins, he was 74 years old, opened fire and shot the officers. He is in custody. They reported that officers had tried to serve a search warrant in connection to a sexual assault investigation when the man began shooting. The man's adult son was also wounded in the gunfire exchange, but NBC News reported it was unclear who wounded him. Officers have been identified. The officer who was killed as Taryn Carway, a 30-year-old veteran of... Oh, he was black. One of them was black. Oh, that was the only one he killed. Well, that was a black officer that they killed. that he killed. Yeah, 30 years old. 30 years. He had been on the force for 30 years, right? The officer? I don't know. Let me look. Let me read this again. If, if that's the same one. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a 30-year veteran of the law enforcement. Yeah, 30 years. 
Yeah, just every, I think yesterday, a couple of days ago. That's sad. Yeah. So, was his son the person that they were investigating, or was it, was because they said it wasn't him? They won't say, they didn't say. The article that I read, the information that I got, is that they didn't elaborate on what the warrant was about. Well, it's so right, it's that right here. It said he was, um, they were searching, they was, um, Okay, that must be an update then. You must have the update then. Yeah, I just, um, well, yeah, update 3.15 p.m. October 4th. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. What that is, Two of the three police officers who were wounded in the shootout was released from the hospital today. One of them mm-hmm. remained in the hospital. Three sheriff's deputies were also shot and wounded. Damn, he, what kind of gun he had? Exactly. He's like, he released. Because I know that was, he was shot more than seven times, but he wounded. They said the suspect in the shooting of seven police officers in South Carolina is this ball is a disbarred lawyer who has been arrested several times in recent years. Wow. Wow. Hopkins faced the disorderly conduct charge in 2014 and had additional charges filed against him in 2015 and in 2017 for running running at large a charge that is connected to not restraining a person's pet. What? Hopkins, according to public record, is married to a Florence divorce attorney, Cheryl Turner Hopkins. So both of them was a lawyer. It said, Florence Glenn Kirby said Hopkins has been hospitalized with a head injury and is not able to speak with officers because what is characterized as multiple health issues. Oh, now he got health issues. Police said Hopkins were not the person they were serving a warrant on for a sexual assault of a minor investigation. That's even worse that you open fire and you shot somebody, you shot all these police officers, which lead me to believe that it was probably your son and you probably knew this. Yeah. That's sad though. Right. Did you see? Did you see the house? No, I hadn't seen it, but uh, the neighborhood. Seen a little bit of the neighborhood, but it seemed like a nice houses. Four hundred thousand dollar houses, yeah. That's crazy. Right, it is. It really is, and and like I said, the amazing thing about it for me is that. He is still alive. Yeah. But he's white, so that's why. He shot. He didn't have a knife, Miss Anita. Yeah, but he had a knife. He'd probably be dead, huh? What you think? I don't know. (laughs) I guess you have to be white for to make it. But you know, you get tired of using race card as the as the reason. Yeah, yeah, you do. But when it's blatant to me, and I could be wrong, I mean, you're looking at it wrong. I mean. But then it also depends on the, 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 the officers that are out there, too. Because if you know how to de-escalate a situation without the life of other people, then that's one thing. But if everything is shoot to kill first, you know what I mean? It's like, that's but that's would you say that's a, that, that's a, 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 let's say, a neighborhood or area 
command, say like in a four hundred thousand dollar house on up, they ain't saying shoot the kid first, is it? But probably in across the railroad track there in the sixty, seventy, hundred thousand dollar house that yeah brown people are living in, they shoot first and then we we'll sort it out. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm just saying that just you know, and I know it's probably not like that, but that's just that's just appearance that from my eyes I see. Right. And, you know, I you know, I could be totally wrong. You usually are about things. I have my own little thoughts on things anyway. Yeah. Uh, my heart goes out to the officers that were injured, to the officer who yeah. lost his life and to his family. Um I don't know what was in the mind of this person and from reading the article that I'm just catching up on like supposedly he was a good family or whatever and the officer was a real good officer and well respected and he would try to help people in the community to do whatever needs to be done to correct you know whatever situation they were in so it's just sad that everything now is guns Right. Guns. Guns. Let's let's kill. Let's kill. I I just I don't know, I just think it's it's cowardly. Even from police officers. Uh just like with the Laquan situation where the officer um I don't know if you've been looking at any of, of that where the um oh well, my I god, I got a brain freeze. No, I hadn't seen the video but I read I read some of it uh the other day yeah it's i I saw the video and i don't know what type of excuse or or who would tell these people this person this officer to argue that that's what happened uh because there's no way (laughs) there's no way Anybody with a right mind and right understanding would have listened to that story, watched that video, and would have been, oh, okay, yeah, that's what happened. He said that he was coming towards him with a knife and believe that. Whoever his lawyer is that allow him to stick to that lie need to be fired. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I watched that video at no time in that video that guy was walking towards him in aggressive manner as if I'm going to cut you. I don't know what he saw. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. I, 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 I don't know. I, I wasn't there. And like he said, you can't, what he said, you can't see perception. <laughs> right. It's, it's not. I don't know. I, I, I mm. he said that the video didn't show his perspective. You're right. Right, it, exactly. It exactly. doesn't. So this is my little backdrop on it. My check-in is this is a Chicago police officer, white, charged with murder in the 2014 shooting of Laquan McDonald. He testified Tuesday that he opened fire when the black teenager kept advancing towards him while waving a knife, a knife with guns. Okay. Adamantly sticking to his versions of events, 
even when confronted with video that showed a different scene. In a clear but sometimes halting voice, at times, fighting back tears, yes, mm -hmm. Officer Jason Van Dyke described arriving in his police SUV to find McDonald in a city street, carrying a small knife that the 70-year-old had previously used to puncture the tire of a squad car after officers respond to a report of someone breaking into vehicles. Van Dyke later turned defiant on the questioning by prosecutors who pointed out that video of the October 20, 2014 shooting didn't match his account. Telling the jury the video doesn't show my perspective is what he said. The video shows Van Dyke exit his vehicle and started firing even as McDonald appears to veer away from police is what I saw. After the bullets start, McDonald spins and falls to the ground. Van Dyke continues firing, shooting a total of 16 shots. About 10 other officers were on the scene, and the prosecution stressed that none of them, including Van Dyke's partner, opened fire. Right. Van Dyke described McDonald as being without expression, his eyes bugging out of his head and looking right through me. He said that McDonald was getting closer to him and was ignoring repeated commands to stop to drop the knife. They did an autopsy that showed that McDonald had uh, the hallucination drug, the PCP, in his system. His back never once turned towards me, is what Van Dyke said. I saw the video. He could have made a decision to turn and walk in the other direction. He could have dropped the knife and ended it right there, is what Van Dyke said. But prosecutors picked apart his story. They asked Van Dyke didn't step out of McDonald's path in pointing out that the video shows Van Dyke actually stepping towards McDonald, which that's what I saw. Right. I know that now, yeah, he said, not intentionally. I thought I was backpedaling. I don't know how you think you're going backwards if you're walking forward. I don't know. Exactly. When Van Dyke insisted that McDonald raised the knife across his chest just before the officer opened fire, the prosecutor, Julie Gleason, asked, where do you see that on the video? I ain't see it now time. <laughs> but maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> when she asked why Van Dyke resumed firing after McDonald lay motionless on the ground, he responded, all I could see was him starting to push up his left hand off the ground. I still see him holding his knife in his right hand, eyes still bugging out of his face, still showing no expression. You know, you know, shot this man. How many times did he have no expression? Okay. He also described him as being obsessed with the knife that was still in McDonald's hand until another officer eventually kicked it away. He said, I shot at the knife. I wanted him to get rid of the knife. My focus was just on that knife. That's all I could think of is what Van Dyke said. Lawyers for the clients who aren't police officers typically advise against testifying because it opens them up to potentially devastating cross-examination but it's not obvious um rather the right legal strategy for officer like van dyke is to stay off the witness stand because there were several similar um trials in the united states that officers have testified and some who did were acquitted or the juries couldn't reach an anonymous verdict 
So that might be what they're trying to do. But even before the trial started, the case had made an impact on law enforcement in the city because Chicago police superintendent and Cook County's top prosecutor both lost their jobs. One fired by the mayor and the other ousted by voters. It was also led to a United States Justice Department investigation that found a pervasive cover-up culture. And they prompt plans for far-reaching police reforms. The mayor, Rahim Rahim Emanuel, I'm going to say Mr. Emanuel, also had faced criticism that he had fought the release of the shooting video until after his re-election in the April 2015, a week before jury selection and Van Dyke's trial. Emanuel announced he would not seek a third term, although his office insisted the case had nothing to do with his decision. Now, earlier, Dr. Lawrence Miller, a psychiatrist who interviewed Van Dyke for defense attorney, had told juries that he believed the shooting was a reasonable response to what Van Dyke perceived as a deadly threat posed by McDonald. But Miller also said that even before he got out of the squad car, Van Dyke had told his partner that he believed they would have to shoot the team. Wow. Van Dyke later told the jury, I thought the officers were under attack. And the whole thing was shocking to me, is what he said. I looked at the video, and I I, I asked you to go look at the video later if you want to. And you can yeah, tell me if what I'm thinking and the way that I'm explaining what I saw is correct. I The part that I saw in the video, he the guy, Laquan McDonald, back was to whoever's car was recording it the whole time. And he was walking past the other officers that were to the left of him. And as he walked closer to them, he moves away from them. You know, it's like, right. You know, like you're moving out. That's what it seemed like to me. And which officer Van Dyke steps up, you see him steps up and starts shooting. I didn't realize he was shooting until the guy spent. When he spent around, he was down. He was still shooting. Now, I can't, I couldn't tell if a knife was still in his hand or not because all I saw was the officer come up and kick it from in front of him, which I don't know if his hand was right there or not. So I, I can't tell. Right. But I didn't see anything that, that insinuate that he was uh, going towards the police. But even if he was going towards the police, you could have just shot him enough to injure him and then arrest him and take him in you didn't have to shoot him to kill him that was murder and i don't know if your your lawyer told you to take that stand because they know that you know you probably gonna be found innocent because y'all believe in getting away with shit i don't know but i'm gonna say this if people across this country have seen that video and this officer walks away they're gonna have some problems across this country Oh, definitely. Because people are getting tired, just like the Stevenson clock situation. They got, they they still want justice for him. Botham Jean, we don't know if any justice is gonna be for him. Right. It's a lot of blood being shed at the hands of law enforcement officers, and people are tired. The thing that frustrates me about it is we are killing our own people. You have oh, children exactly. murdering each other for what reason? For what reason? I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's scary. 
And I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just annoyed. That's all. I'm just annoyed that they even said that, uh, it was justified. Right. Or exactly. video, a video can't see his perspective. A video it, showed me your perspective. You wanted did. to kill this person. Right. That's you had no intention on bringing him in. Point blank and the period. Right. And a person like you should not be in law enforcement. A person like you should not even be on the streets. And now, That's how I feel. Most, don't most uh, officers have tasers nowadays? Yeah, but, you know, none of them wanted to get closer to him because I guess they thought the knife was going to stab him. <laughs> yeah, but they shoot them tasers. Them tasers, I think them things are like 10 feet away. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like, but apparently they didn't feel comfortable enough to do the taser, but they felt comfortable enough to shoot. I'm just saying. Enough to shoot. Exactly. You know, so it's because it doesn't make sense to me. But hey, I'm not law enforcement, and I know that they have a very dangerous job. I know how serious their job is. I have family members, and people get tired of hearing me say that, but I do, and I understand that. But I just don't understand why it's so easy to kill people. You right. know, I, I just, I don't, like, there's because nothing in it that's going to make me believe it. Exactly. This has become the new lynching. Right. You know? I'm just, exactly. it's just over it. Oh, I know you don't know who Mac Miller is, but SZA, Chance the Rapper, they're going to be performing at a benefit concert for Mac Miller. Um, it's a Live Nation announcement it's, uh, that Travis Scott, Miguel, um, Ty Dolla Sign will also perform at the Mac Miller. Um, a Celebration of Life concert is going to be on October the 31st at the Greek Theater in Los Angeles, which I wish I could go. Tickets are on sale. They, the tickets go on sale Friday. The concert will benefit the Mac Miller Circus Fund. Paramedics found the 26-year-old Miller unresponsive in his home last month and declared him dead soon after. An autopsy has been performed, but no cause of death has been announced. Karen Myers, Miller's mother said in a statement, the support that we've experienced is evident in this amazing lineup and is a testament of Malcolm's incredible life. There are other performances um, that's going to be there. It's not just those people. Um, but if you're in that area, go out, support, you know, because it is, it is for a good cause because Mac Miller was suffering with depression and things of that nature. So they think um, his, it was suicide in regards to depression. Um, so go support anybody that's out there and just be more aware to mental issues because a lot of people don't even understand. I'm not going to say they don't understand, but a lot of people ignore the severity of mental illness and they don't give it the full attention that it deserves. And a lot of people take it for granted. This is something serious. It should be made more aware. There's tons of education out there about mental issues. We just have to go look for it and get it. There are different websites. You type in mental issues, and I guarantee you plenty of things is going to pop up. Plenty. And there's nothing to be embarrassed about. Everybody suffers. Even the ones that don't even realize they're suffering is suffering from some type of depression or anxiety. We live in America. We got Trump as the president. Everybody dealing with some type of depression. <laughs> you watch the news, everybody dealing with some type of depression anxiety i'm just saying and it ain't about race because depression comes in all color shapes sizes it doesn't discriminate so be more aware absolutely yeah
Did you see what Tarzan Russ is um, planning to make a comeback? Who? Tarzan Russ. Yeah. Yeah, I've I seen something that they might be uh, canceling their bankruptcy and some uh, some people may be investing some money in it. Yeah, suppose. They said they, you know, they liquidated his U.S. business earlier this year after they filed Chapter 11. Right. But um, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I think if they do, I think it would probably be a good thing in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, because there's a lot of children in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of kids everywhere. It's a, it's a lot of children in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And when you take children to the Tars and Russ store in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, you just took them to Disney. Exactly. Like, you can get your children to act right for the rest of that month. You take them to Tars and Russ. I'm just saying. So it might be a good thing. And then, you know, a lot of people... You know, some people lost jobs because they had two Tars of Us in Baton Rouge. And then when they closed the one down the airline, we was like, oh, shit, it's going to be some more people losing their jobs. So, you know, if it bring businesses back up in Louisiana, maybe they'll open up another store or something like that. I'm all for it, honey. Yeah, honey, I'm for it. As long as I ain't got to go to the store and buy no toy, I'm all for it. Hey, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to re, re, uh, revamp it. They throw out the auction for the bankruptcy. I don't even understand. Well, I guess it was some type of... They must needed some time to get some money up to to do some things. Or they just wanted to restructure and maybe tone down, you know, close some stores that they wanted to close. You know, and now they're going to reopen some ones that, you know, that was, you know, in making money for them. Right, probably so. Or maybe they just did like Trump did, to hit some money somewhere until they could do it and then they got some investors and stuff. Now they could, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I'm, Absolutely. Trying to be, I'm trying to be good. That just slipped out. You know, that just... Yeah. I'm trying to be good. Anyway, Kelly Rowland is going to play Gladys Knight in the BET Soul Train scripted series. I'm off with that, Tante. Yes. Um, Kelly it's gonna be. Yes, Kelly Rowland from Destiny Child. Yeah, I know her. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. It says a seventy-period drama recounting the rise of the popular dance television show Soul Train that was created by the late Don Cornelius. Um, right. Singer Kelly Rowland has also joined the cast, um, a series regular and power star, the Queen of Walls. I don't know who that is. She will play a young Cornelius in the series. No, he. But I don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna see if I could Google him. Knight was one of the first performers booked during Soul Train's early days. Um, four-time Grammy winner, Roland, will also record an original version of Knight's signature hit with the pimp Midnight Train to Georgia for the role. Uh, Price joins the cast as a series regular playing Brian Clark. Clark's character. His character is described as the wise yet cautious head of the Clark family whose children, Simone and Kendall, are rising stars in Los Angeles. Gladys is no doubt pleased with this casting news. I think that's just my opinion. Um, I know two years ago she made an Instagram post revealing her love for Kelly so and her approval of her bionic bio, whatever, starring the Destiny's Child singer. Um, so it's, it's, it's no secret that I love my Ed Kelly Rowland. So many people have said that Kelly would be the perfect person to star in my biopic. What do you think? Hashtag night. That's what Gladys Knight wrote. 
um, the cast of the American Soul also includes Greenlee star Jason Darden. This is us, actress Richardson, um, Lantha. Is that the name? Lantha? Lantha Richardson. Okay. Along with Christopher Jefferson and Caitlin Nicole and Jelani Winston. Um, the production is on the way in Atlanta and the series expected to premiere in 2019 on BET and I'm all for that, hunty. Yaz. Oh, so, yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing a lot of uh, public services notices that is coming out when it get ready to come out. So, I'm going to be in attendance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I will be too. Yeah. Definitely. That's for sure. So what's your take on Cardi B situation with the Barbara that she's being branded banded from the strip club? Do you think she even care that they banded her from the strip club when there's plenty of strip clubs she can go to? No, I don't think she cares nothing about that. I don't think she cares nothing about anything. Do you think do you think things like this keep happening is gonna tarnish her career? I don't know tarnish her career because you know, that's quote unquote the image of the rap game, whatever. It's they supposed to be bad people, bad boys, mm-hmm. bad girls. So I don't think per se it will tarnish that. Mm-hmm. Now to make some serious real money, maybe. You know? Yeah. Because the money come from, you know, a lot of endorsements. The money come from, you know. But if she go on tour, she'd make a ton of money. So, I just don't I just don't like that she's being that she's fighting over him and getting like you're going you're going to strip clubs fighting over this man and you're doing right. all this like you are a beautiful person and I don't I, I don't know. I'm just confused with it. And that's my thing is I you know, and I understand loving your man, standing up for your man and a woman. I, I get that. Right. But some and you got to look at what's what you're doing you know it, you know you got to grow up be a grown-up about and it comes to we were saying earlier about the young people learning some conflict resolution everything ain't about you know throwing knuckles throwing bows or whatever you know or it's just and that's the thing I don't like about it. You know, like I said, I like her. I like, you know, I, I like when that, when she first came out and, and heard some uh, some interviews she did and it was real. And I'm like, okay, cool. She, she, she's okay. She sounds like she got her head on straight. You know, she mm-hmm. level-headed. But when you started, you know, doing things like this, it made me think you ain't, you really not always, you're not all there. Right. You know? I mean, and I guess it's a learning curve because uh, when you look at, you know, some of the things that um, uh, Foxy Brown used to do, and, and she learned from what she did. Uh, That's why she's um, deaf now. <laughs> of, uh, what's the phase of uh, the brat? She learned from what she did. Uh, no, she still, she still do her own thing. <laughs> yeah, but. But you don't hear negative. Like, well, yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, and, and, and even Remy Miles, she, she, you know, she learned, she, you know. She well, was, you, if you go to jail for how many years, you better you learn learned. something. <laughs> so I'm just saying, it's just, maybe, you know, maybe something got to 
got to give. And she don't understand. She's not a baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I but I did but Remy Ma did say something on the podcast that I didn't totally agree with. You know, she spoke up for Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, And yeah, and it I didn't like that. And I'm a fan I'm a fan of Remy Ma, but it just it stirred something in my soul. I didn't like that. She was talking like a guy. Like, why do you bring this up 30 years ago? Yeah, she was like, but I think what she was trying to say is, y'all are using something 30 years old against Bill Cosby, but some of this stuff happened recently with these other men, and they haven't been held accountable. So why are y'all bringing this up now from 30 years ago, but y'all not holding these people recently accountable for their action? But your delivery, honey, was horrible. No, I think that's what a lot of them problem is, is they deliver. I think the intention was right, but I think because they don't, they, they're not, they didn't fully thought it out how to express right. it. Right. I didn't, I didn't like that because there are a number of reasons why people don't come forward. Exactly. And, and a lot of them are extremely personal to why some women do not come. Right. And I can't imagine someone will come and, and, and if it was her. And she would come out and she would say, this happened to me. And then people downplay it. I, I, or she should have said something sooner. Or quite frankly, why are you waiting so long now? Like, I, me, I wouldn't take it very well if someone did that to me. In fact, it will, I would probably react very horribly. I probably would want to knock the shit out of somebody. I'm serious. <laughs> um, I didn't agree with her saying that. And I know many people always tend to point out the fact that no one had a problem with all these men who came forward with allegations of sexual abuse within the Catholic Church. Right. And they timing and stuff like that. So I just don't understand why when a woman accused a man with perceived power that suddenly it's dangerous territory. Like, we, you know, oh, no, you, that's forbidden. Don't. And because it's Bill Cosby of the black family that we love, mm-mm. we already have it bad enough. So for a sister, because, yeah, I'm calling her sister, and I never call people sister, because I, I hate when men say sister. You my sister. I hate when people say that. Ooh, that <laughs> pisses me off. But anyway, for, a, for a, a female, a woman, to have that kind of talk. Like, I don't, like, for me, it was disappointing, because she, she does a podcast with um, the state of the culture with Joe Bud and two other people. I forgot their names. Oh, okay. And she did... It, it just... It bothered me. And, yeah, right. I don't know. And, like I said, I didn't say that he did this. I didn't say that he didn't do that. But you discredited more than 60 women who have come forward and accused a disgraced comedian of sexual assault. So if he did it, he's a disgrace. If he didn't do it, then I think that that's wrong, that he's in jail for something that he didn't commit. But you got to look at the big picture. He was found guilty for this crime because he admitted himself to putting drugs in people's alcohol. Now, did they construe what he said or edit what he said? That's what his wife is arguing, that they took that recording and they dissected and they edited it to fit them. It's supposedly what they said. Now, I don't know if that's what happened because I wasn't there. Um, but I didn't like the fact because one of the guys, Scotty Bean, that's the other guy. He was he's on there with them too, and he talked about him, he, he himself being sexually, you know, 
uh, you know, abused or whatever. And that still didn't stop Remy Ma. Remy Ma was still like, Mm-mm. it's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> they set him up for him to admit to doing something that he did not really do. Right. You know? And, and while Remy Ma may have some actual points for Kazi, that is not the case. He did not make a plea deal. So you can't use that because he didn't make a plea deal. He was convicted. And the reason the Andrea contract case came to trial in the first place uh, was because of a statement he made in deposition related to Castro's civil case against him. Basically, I think Reverend Ma was a little loud in Rome. I don't think she was informed. I think she just didn't care. I think her mind was already made up that I'm for Bill Cosby and I support Bill Cosby. But I've noticed with Remy Ma on there that whenever a man, when a woman talks about a man doing something, just like with the Nas situation, Nas did this um, eight post thing on Twitter and Instagram about his ex, Khalees, and she supported that. She was she was for him. But when Khalees did her part where Khalees accused him of, you know, abuse, she had nothing to say about that. But mm-hmm. Khalees admitted that we both played a part in the mess of violence. She said, I probably wasn't the one that started it, but she said, my mouth was slick and I was all for helping to end it. You know, I played a part in it. We both were wrong. But to paint a picture that two different women, because Nas' oldest child mother accused him of that, of hitting her. So two different women, two different situations accused you of hitting them of, of domestic violence and both of them lying on you. Right. I found that kind of crazy. But Remy Ma, you went several seats back on me with that one. I was disappointed. I think think for me with Remy Ma, I think Remy Ma had her own issues within the criminal justice system. Yeah. And I think that played a part in in her views and the way the system works for people of color. Mm -hmm. But I think, and she basically asserted that since, you know, Harvey Weinstein and other white men like him have been accused but not yet convicted, Bill Cosby should be free too. And that is a dangerous stance to take on because it's just like saying, you know, if if Bertha if Bertha didn't go to jail for killing Sari, then Stanley shouldn't go to jail for killing Arthur. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just don't think that that's how you're supposed to look at it. I understand where she's coming from. And she got some very good points. It just did something to me because we are our own worst critics. As black people and as women, we are our own worst critic and we will cut each other down in a second. But it just did something to me when she did that, when she said that. I I don't believe he did everything that they said he did, but I think he did something. I do. Do I think that he should be in jail and he's already found guilty before the second trial even started? No, I don't. But again, it ain't my decision to make. I wasn't the one that found him guilty. And remember, his words is the one that came back to bite him. So, I just disagree with it. It just bothered me when I when I saw that. Right. I yeah. actually heard it, but I didn't hear it because I listened to uh, that podcast. And I actually heard it, but I didn't hear it, if that makes sense. And I don't know. Okay. It just bothered me. 
Yeah, it's understandable. Yeah. It is crazy because we talked about this briefly on our podcast on the podcast Tuesday, I think, when we talked about a man recently was a, was released from jail for something he didn't do for a murder that he didn't do, and he wants to pass the law where they take out that nine nine to twelve jury or something like that. I can't remember exactly right. what you call it. Um, but but there's also a black man that was found innocent this Wednesday after he spent nearly two decades in prison for a murder he did not commit. His name uh, was um, John Earl Noley, but he did receive an apology from the state district judge uh, Louis Stern for the 19 years he spent in prison after he was accused of murdering a friend of his. Um, but in addition to his time spent behind bars, Noli, who was released in 2016, had spent two years waiting for his name to be officially cleared. He said, um, Stern said, I have signed the order dismissing your case. I want to apologize for what happened to you. I realize that cannot take back 21 years, but to the extent that words can express, I was sorry. I apologize for what happened. Two jailhouse informants falsely testified that Noli, 45, killed Sharon McLean on December 14, 1996. McLean was found in her, her apartment, stabbed 57 times, and Noli was sentenced to life in prison in 1998. Through the Innocent Project, the nonprofit organization that helps exonerate people who are wrongly convicted, and the Conviction Integrity Unit, which looked at old cases to make sure that innocent people are not in prison for crimes that they did not commit, worked together to help free Noli. And that's the same organization that helped free the other guy that lives in Morrow, Louisiana, near us. The organization worked uh -huh. with uh, Bedford Police Department, and they interviewed over 70 witnesses, and they retested evidence to clear Noli's name. Um, Noli said, I got to give honor to God. There's no way I could be here in my right mind having gone through all that. I think the district attorney and the Bedford Police Department and the system as a whole, we don't always make the right decisions, but Sharon Wilson did the honorable thing in this situation. I think you're alive. Um, Steaming from the Nolis case, a state law was passed back in 2017 that regulate how jailhouse informants were used. Since his release from prison, Noli got married and has a son. He is eligible to receive payments from a state fund that will give him $80,000 a year for every year he was wrongfully incarcerated. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he should be able to have a functional life. Now, I don't know about the mental part because I can just only imagine what that mental part is going to do for the rest of your life. You in jail. Ain't no telling what you had to do while you were in there. I ain't right. gonna tell her how many fights you had to be in, no matter how many times you probably were bent. And that's not to be funny. I don't know what you had to do to get through. I can just imagine. You know what I mean? I've heard of people spending just a week in jail and come out in their animals. They go in innocent, scary people and come out animals. And they're mad with the world. They're mad with everybody because of what happened just that week with them being in jail. And I'm not saying that every 
prisoner is like a saint and everybody's supposed to have a second chance. I do believe in second chances, but I'm telling you, I'm not God. I'm human. I am flawed. So when it comes to rapists, when it comes to cold, bloody murder, when it comes to things like that, I don't believe in second chances for you. I don't. I don't. And so if I don't fully, wholeheartedly believe that something didn't happen, I don't know how to wholeheartedly say, you know, you should be punished, you should be doing that. But that's just my opinion. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Just like with Nelly, Nelly um, made a settlement with his accuser, his sexual, um, the girl that oh, sexual. He uh, yeah, he made a settlement. So my thing is this: maybe nothing happened. Maybe it wasn't right. I maybe, ain't giving you my money. But I'm this is, but this is the thing: maybe he put her in a situation where somebody else did something to her, and she had proof that could hold him accountable. And maybe that's why. I just don't understand why you would sell out of court if there's no evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no merits to why she could sue you. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. And if she could sue you, why isn't you in Why is you arrested? You're right. No. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. You right. should be arrested. But my thing I mean, is, have you seen his girlfriend? Not lately, but I'm pretty sure she's cute. She's very cute. Like, uh, like Ashanti was, so. I, yeah, but he cheated on Ashanti, so. Well, you know that. He don't, that don't count. He's a whore. Right. He's a whore, he's a monger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, and I could be wrong and go out on a limb, but I think most of those rapper guys are. <laughs> I, yeah, I think a good bit of them are, but I don't think all of them are. But I do think a good bit of them are. <laughs> who do you think? Who do who who do you think not? I don't think Kendrick Lamar is. I don't think Chance the Rapper is. I don't think Two Chain is. I don't think um <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you think about my rock? No, I just don't think they are. No. Now, now, like I said, those I, I they're shady with me. I don't really quite know him. Now I would say, and he may not. He may be. I would think like common. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he may not be. <laughs> oh yeah, him too. I don't think he is either. Yeah, but but the other ones, I, I don't know. The jury's still out on that for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, but because of the music, like Kim Lamar, I mean. I don't know. It's seemed like he's tried to put up up upbeat music. Chance the rapper seemed like he tried to put upbeat music. Two Chain, he got he got some stuff, and so I I don't know. I just I can see maybe yeah, like Kim Lamar and where Chance. But but the crazy thing, those are good looking guys. So what does that mean though? That means that that. Shaquita and Laquita and Glory and Kim and and, and Samantha is throwing themselves at them guys. Well, it's something called self control, and you could say no, baby. I got me a good baby at home. You know, you could say no if they if they got one if they got a good baby at home. Yeah, they got a good baby at home. They asses got a good baby at home. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, I ain't seen nobody bumping with nobody. 
That don't mean nothing. <laughs> That's just like a man. So you saying they got a private person, huh? They got a they got a. Uh, if a, I was in, if a I was a celebrity, person? yeah, they probably do. If I was a celebrity, my life would be probably private. Like you would know what's going on with me. Like seriously, if I would keep my life Anita, as private as possible. Uh, yeah, but Nita, but you can't keep that. This is no popularity. They could be pitched up at your Okay, house. look at Kerry Washington. When did we know Kerry Washington was married with a youngster? When she got pregnant and she decided, let me bring you out here so they can see I'm with somebody. And I ain't just with child by myself. How many times we done saw pictures of Kerry Washington's child? How many pictures we done saw of her child? Come on. Now. Now. How many pictures we done saw of her husband? Three. Three. <laughs> if you want to be private, you could be private. You just it just has to be everybody that's involved have to respect that. Because the most problem is with men, uh-uh, you ain't keeping me no secret. You people gonna know who I am. People gonna know who I am. Uh-uh-uh-uh. You know why? Because they don't trust their man that they're with. And they know that there's a bunch of groupies out here, a bunch of women that's willing to drop it down for like five or even one. They don't care. Give me a purse. Hey, buy me some red bottom shoes whatever and we good and it's our little secret until you stop giving me my shoes or buying my wig or paying my my you know my rent for the month or something men the same way uh-uh you you mess with all you around all these celebrities you know you get the acting and stuff uh-uh i want them to know you you with me i want them to know you got me we ain't got time for that uh-uh we ain't got time for that we don't even know what her husband do what do what do what do care watch the husband do what do you do He's the next football player. I mean, what else he do? <laughs> what else do he do? I don't what know what. Do? I don't know what. He what does. habits he have? Where, where he go when he ain't with her? What kind of friends he hang with? We don't know. We, we don't know. We we fact. know people. We know people love, love go golfing. The friend of Kim Kardashian's friend of a friend of a friend was injured on a golf course. Well, who was a friend? Well, it was a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of Kim Kardashian. What the fuck they got to do with Kim? Was it Kim? Was it Lil' Kim? Was it Kim Kardashian? Who was it? It was a friend of a friend of a friend of Kim Kardashian's friend. That's what we know. We know. We hear all that about them people. We don't hear nothing about them. That's because you don't want to hear nothing about them. Because that's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be. That was one thing that I used to love and respect about Will and Jada until now. Every time they got an issue or they think one of them is running around with somebody young or something, they get on there and people that they might be running around with, they say something, you know, a little bit too, a little bit too much, you know, a little bit too much, you know, because Alcino, August Alcino, she, he did a birthday wish to Jada. Did you hear about it? No, I didn't. It was a it was a little bit too much. It was a little bit too much. And then for Will Smith's birthday, what's the girl name that played in the show with Will Smith on it? With the with the uncle and auntie was over the hotel and he was working with oh, them. Uh, Gabrielle. Uh, yeah, she sent him a picture of them kissing on set. A happy birthday, but she said it was supposed to be a joke and something. Bitch, it ain't no joke. It, it ain't no joke. You couldn't even say it's your <laughs> white husband. That, this ain't no joke. No. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just some 
things you don't do. It was very distasteful, and it was it when it was not. It was not. It was not. It was not. Mm mm. Well, she said. And he talking about she's the apple or my. Mm mm. No. She said, well, as long as Will can get up in the morning and look yourself in the mirror and say it's okay, everything's okay. Whatever. <laughs> That's what she said, man. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I what? ain't got, I ain't gonna have that type of relationship. <laughs> I look. I ain't made like that. I ain't built like that. I ain't gonna I, never be built like that. I don't want to be built like that. Exactly. I no. It ain't gonna mm-hmm. happen. We we ain't gonna happen. So exactly. no. Mm-mm. I ain't exactly. doing it. I'm, I ain't doing it. I'm too selfish. I ain't doing it. Mm-mm. Dude, I will kill you. <laughs> I I will kill you. I, so no, we ain't doing that. We not even playing like that. We don't want to play like that. You know, especially with me. You definitely do not want to play like that with me. I'm not a good person to play with. I I hear you. I hear you, Mister B. Mm-mm. We ain't doing that one. I can see your neck popping that. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm just saying, like these people. Mm-mm. It's just some things I just think that you should yeah, do. Yeah, it's just like you can't you can't be doing that. Like yeah. these are real people's feeling. These are real people's emotions, and you have to be mindful of what you say and what you do to people. And it's just some things that I, I think is very, very inappropriate when you do those things. And that's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I understand. We're we not, we not going to do that. We're not going to even play like that. We don't, I don't want to play like that. We, 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 we can't make it like that. Mm-mm. Exactly. Be like, what happened to that boy? Shoot, girl. That girl got mad and ran that boy over. You lying? Mm-mm, no, child. She said he he asked for it. Sure did. You just can't. You know what I'm saying? And then right. these little these little chicks want to play with people. Don't play with me, cause I you get your feelings hurt fooling around with me. Right. Exactly. You you will get your feelings demolished playing around with me. That's all I gotta tell you. I understand. I understand. I I hear you loud and clear, Miss Anita. Very loud and clear. I'm a selfish yeah. person when it comes yeah. to relationships. People that know me, they know that. Yeah. So don't, mm-mm. They be like, this woman here. What's wrong with her? She crazy. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. I'm crazy. <laughs> so why are you trying to play with me then if I'm crazy? Why are you doing that for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no, don't do that. Uh, uh, I, I feel for your partner. I, I, I know he. He walking the scariest. But this is the thing. I'm not a jealous person, but if something doesn't feel right to me, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to be one of them persons to be like, well, what's wrong with you? I'm nothing. Oh, my chest hurts me. I got chest pains. I'm about to have a heart attack because it's it's sitting in my chest and I won't let it out. No, baby. Well, what, what all that he 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 and the kiki kin was about? What y'all what y'all was talking about? You knew her or something? No, I ain't know. Oh, you for real? Cause I, you know, it seemed like y'all knew each other. Oh no, we didn't know each other. Oh, cause it just seems strange. I mean, like yeah, it was it was as if y'all knew each other and stuff like that. 
They be like, oh, you tripping? If they hit me with you tripping, oh, that's when I'm really gonna trip. I hate when people do that. Oh, you tripping? Am I really tripping? Am I really tripping, or are you just telling me I'm tripping so you can just play with me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't play with me, cause I can't stand it. I, I can't. To me, I think that's just patronizing my intelligence when people do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't do that with me either. I can't. I can't stand it. I hate when I hate when people when when yeah. You just playing with playing with my intelligence. Yeah. And, and, and my thing is, you know, you know exactly what you're doing. Or what you're exactly. Doing you know exactly. you're gonna play like no, uh, no, no, uh, uh-uh. uh. And I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Mm-mm. But people yeah. do that. People, exactly. People do that. All the time. Mhm. Mhm. But they just don't know. They about to get themselves an ass whooping. Fooling <laughs> <laughs> around with me, you probably you finna get you finna get dealt with. <laughs> yes, indeed. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, honey. Mhm. But I'm good. What else we got? So you could tell when people got 50 things going on in their life where they can't even keep up with what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. We have been cut off. So, on that note, we're going to go, and we're going to ask you guys to come back and listen to the She Said, He Said podcast again. Give us your support. Give us your ear. All that amazing stuff. And, um, and until next time, you guys, stay true to yourself. Do not let someone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push love regardless to what comes your way. Like the former first lady, they go low, you go high. Let your family and friends know that you love them today because tomorrow is not promised to anyone. And until next time, you guys, peace.